Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond. And... A couple of weeks ago, we recorded with Z and his father, and we absolutely loved that episode. It was quite triggering, but it was a lot of lessons um, learned, and it was a window into some of the things that, you know, we kind of experience when transitioning and, you know, just navigating that life with our parents. So... We also recorded with Mia's mother. So this particular episode is going to be that recording. We actually drove up all together to Waco, Texas. It was country as hell. We were scared of the police. (laughs) We went actually to the fair and we had a really, really, really good time. Mia's mother is a veteran. She is, you know, just a nice woman and we had a great time with her that day at the fair and chilling at her house and I hope you all enjoy it and it's definitely not as triggering as um, Z's father but it also is not as open for a specific reason and we will talk about that we will break down this episode next week when me and Z and Mia come together to discuss what happened during this recording. So take a listen. I hope y'all enjoy it. And before I go, I want to let you know that my YouTube channel has been restored. Oh my God, that's crazy. It's amazing. We will discuss that next week. And we did an interview with The Root And it will be linked in the show notes in the bottom. I hope you enjoy the interview with Mia and her mom, Eula. Well, hello, mom. Hey. Hi. So, um, 
I, with me, Z, and Diamond came all the way to Waco, Texas, just to have this interview and spend some time with you and get to know you. Um, you already know me, so. Oh, well, well yes, mom. <laughs> but, like, um, I came down here to um, ask you a couple of questions, get some sure. insight on some stuff, and um, let me know when you're ready. Just fun. Okay. So, um, my first question is, how, um, how was your experience with me being your firstborn? Like, what were you? You were not my firstborn. Gagged us from the beginning, baby. (laughs) Okay. You were, well, you were, because your firstborn was adopted out, so... Mm -hmm. Really, yeah, you were my firstborn. How was your experience with that? Mm, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, like, did you have like an idea of what you wanted me to become as a child? Like, did you have like um like dreams of what I would be? I just I thought you would be a football player. <laughs> Which you did put me in football, <laughs> right? I mean, I ultimately decided that's not what I wanted to do. Everybody was chasing you, <laughs> and I was running from everybody. Um, so is is that is that the only dreams that you have for me? Just to be a football player, like, um. um. With me being your first child that you decided to keep, um, like, how was your experience with raising me? Was you, I easy? Was I hard? You were you were a little difficult because you you were you were bad. <laughs> you you were bad. You and your sister were bad, but <laughs> we managed. You know, I just knew I had to. Get, raise y'all the in the right perspective, and so y'all can be responsible for yourself. Mm-hmm. And and what do you mean by like the right perspective? Like, um, I raised you up in God's laws, and um, show you how to be responsible. And when I see people that knew you from long back, they always tell me how respectful you were. Mm-hmm. Like um older people that older people this, okay okay um I do have some other questions. You can tell um, Mia is nervous about interviewing her mother, <laughs> but I don't. In the moment, I don't know why she tells me after. Do you um when you when you first realized that I was LBGT? How did you feel? I didn't really realize till you like you were sixteen or seventeen. I just thought you were really odd, you know, because <laughs> you would you would put the shirt on your head, you know, you just climb the trees. So I thought you were just an odd child <laughs> with behavioral issues at school, you know. I just thought you were just an odd child, you know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I didn't look at you know to be. Which, you know, I didn't look at to be a transgender issue or nothing like that, mm-hmm. you know, and 
I've, I was. So you great. didn't think I was feminine while I was younger? Because I, you some, remember I used some, to some, some, but mm. I um, I was raised in the military, and around military people, and that's kind of a, a issue at that time was not good. Mm. You know, because you would get in trouble. You would even get in trouble if. I per se, if you had a husband or boyfriend, you perform uh, fellatio on them, then you could get in trouble in the military. Mm-hmm. So military, they weren't really culture to, you know. LBG team. LBG, they weren't culture to it. So They had the ask, don't tell policy. Yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't too thrilled with it, and it was kind of hard. Because maybe you said you're going to kick me out. It had to grow on me. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what what's going on here? But <laughs> it, it just had to grow on me. And I had to come. I got answers from everybody else and come to my own conclusion. Who is everybody else? Like I had my friend, other friend up near Houston. I asked her and she told me, you know, different aspects. And then. Oh, mama. Uh, Sister Harrison. Oh, okay. And then Roy and Carolyn, you know. Mm. So they were telling me that, you know, well, it's, it's better for you, for you to be in my life than out of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I raised you on, I raised you right, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever decision you decide to do, that's what, I've already raised you. Mm-hmm. To, so you can be responsible and take care of yourself you know yes so i I raised you up in a in a good house you know i tried to Mm -hmm. you know so okay so mom tell me what you think about trump i don't approve of him i don't like him um i don't like him so uh hopefully everybody will go vote so we can get him out of there or god can go in and do his thing so he can go (laughs) (laughs) that part because i'm definitely for that um i did have another i have a couple of questions i gotta stop saying that like i had a question of course i got a question um as a white mother raising black children what obstacles did you face and how did you overcome them um i just whenever uh I would have to go take care of business around the white culture, and I really had to get something done. N- taking you guys with me was a no-no. Why do you feel like that way? Because people are prejudiced, and if they find out you have black children or black husband, mm. they act indifferent. That's true. So I never, whenever I had to go take care of my business, I didn't take y'all with me for that reason. Mm-hmm. Because I knew what we needed, I needed to get it done, you know. But as far as Trump, you know, he is our commander-in-chief, so, uh, and our military, and so it's whatever. (laughs) Was that the only obstacle that you felt like you had to face as far as raising black children? Um, I try to keep y'all up in the information on the black culture. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, music and and, and I, I get y'all watch the slavery movies. Mm-hmm. So I try to keep y'all in, well informed. 
and and that's why I love music. My mom's always played so much music from Tupac to blues to jazz. A lot of a lot 80s of music. retro. Yes. You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I know that what is basic trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. Let's talk about parents. Uh huh. So, parents, when they have children, the children do not pop out of the vajayjay with an instruction manual. They also don't come with that nutritional <laughs> facts label that tells you what percentage of stuff. They got from their mom, they got from the dad, you know, their temperament, um, anything <laughs> about, you know, you just know that you got 23 from this person and 23 from this person and here you go, right? So you don't know, you know, what's going to happen once that baby comes out and what kind of personality they're going to have how they're going to respond to the outside world, the environment and things that happen in their life, choices they're going to make. You just, you know, parents only have so much control and input into those things. And we got to understand that when it revolves around transness. There is plenty of research that talks about how during conception Transness is affected, so the environment within the mother's womb, there is research that um, points towards some different um, biological pre-birth things that affects whether or not somebody can be trans. Um, All of these are um, evidence-based, but also still just theories. Nothing is set in stone. There is nothing... That is like, oh, my God, this is the reason. Definitely not parents and environment and worldly circumstance. Trans people come from various, so many walks of life that is not a um, set criteria of parental things that leads to somebody being trans. Although we know this, a lot of times parents feel a certain level of guilt about their child, you know, being trans. They feel like, did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? Um, They also go through a process of feeling like I need to do something to fix it now that I know. And sometimes that could be negative. Sometimes that could be positive. Sometimes, you know, that could lead them to making some negative mistakes or some um, making some positive choices. 
you really just don't know. It depends on the parent. So some parents are super supportive at a very young age. And so they allow their children to, once they realize that their children are trans, they allow their children to live early on in their lives in their affirmed gender, dress the way they want to. It just makes them feel um, amazing. And research also has shown that what that factor your parents your family and parents support drastically reduces your risk of suicide or drug abuse and there's some parents who don't support it at all some parents choose to opt out they could say you know what you can do whatever you want to do when you get 18 and you're out of my house but while you're in my house you're not going to do that um and it can cause tension within the home um some parents are more violent more threatening um and it's not just dads it's moms that are like that i know the stereotype is that it's dads but it's moms as well and This is just the nature of having someone in a complicated situation that is just not something that parents prepare for. Mm, I can imagine, and this is not comparing this to anything. This is something totally different. But think of all the ways that your child could be born. Think of all the ways and circumstances that whatever you dreamed of when it comes to your child, think of all the ways that that could be nuanced or complicated in um, so many different ways and you can't control it. So parents, this is not your fault. This is not something that you caused. This is not something that you have any control over. What you have control over is how you show up for your child. How do you support them once their transness is revealed? That will be the measure of the type of parent that you are. That is what's going to decide how their life unfolds in the future Is your support going to be there or is your support going to be absent? Is your support going to be healthy or is your lack of support going to be a detriment to where they go in life? So the state of a trans person being trans is not your fault at all. But how you show up in their life as a blessing or a curse, that responsibility is yours. And that's Trans 101. Oh, my God. I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, 
I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. What was when, okay, you said at 16, you figured out that I was LBGT. What was your fear raising like after that? Realizing that, okay. This- I didn't like it. <laughs> to be honest, I just didn't like it. I had to grow on me. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Why? That's why I just, because I, I was. Is it just like your beliefs? My beliefs. Is it my beliefs a fear about what people think? My beliefs and uh, I thought really God had turned my back on me because I'm like, Oh, you changed to a female, you know, and it was just kind of, it was mind-boggling, you know. So you felt like it was your fault? No, I didn't feel like it was my fault. I just uh, felt like... um, Because you said you felt like God turned his back on you. Because of... um, Me being LBGT. Yeah, yeah. But I had to to Mm -hmm. realize, you know, it took a little time and it grew on me and I'm okay with it. Okay. Because, you know, everybody has their own life in which they live. Mm-hmm. And I've already raised you. So, you know, that's up to you. That's between you and your God. So do you feel like I'm going to hell? No. Okay. No, I don't know that. We don't know that. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to hell or what. So, I, I um, you know, uh, yeah, so... Um, with, with your feelings about God, when I first started transitioning, how did you get to the point where you are right now with God and your relationship with me? Um, cause in, cause in the beginning you said you felt like God turned his back on you. Do you feel, still feel that way? No, I, um, uh, no, I can't judge anybody for, you know, I can't, I can't do that. You mm-hmm. know, I just had to realize that, you know, I raised my children right. And whatever they decide to do, they're happy with whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, but as so. far as God, how do you feel like that your position with God has changed from um, how you felt in the beginning? Not now, so you know, mm-hmm. everything's good. Okay. Okay. Um. So, um. I've I've been feminine since I can remember. Like, um, I remember like sneaking, wearing makeup, and planting fingernail polish, and growing my hair longer. I I remember wearing towels on my head and getting my birth control pills and stealing your birth control. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't know that one until you told so, me. So, um, when did I still? When you're did, the one that told me. Oh yeah, I did tell you I used to steal your birth control, but you weren't taking them, Mama. You would just see it, leave them on the dresser, so somebody had to use them. <laughs> They always send me extra medicine. You know that. Yeah. So you went. You didn't. Something. You didn't. You didn't know I was taking them. You were. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, I didn't know. I thought I was running out early. <laughs> I did not know. Just like 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 when you and your sister used to steal my weed. Uh, first of all, mama. <laughs> first of all, mama. I never stole no weed. It was. It was only one time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was. I swear, it was only one time. Tessa, now that was Tessa. I Tessa said, I, "Oh, I, I, I used to go steal your weed all the time, Mama." That was Tessa. Only I didn't steal it, like, Mama. I borrowed I'm like, it. Where's my stash? <laughs> my stash has gotten a little lower. <laughs> 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 but I had to have something because y'all were so bad. I had to have something that's like. And you want to know something? I never knew my mom smoked weed. <laughs> I never knew it because she would just come. She would disappear in her room and she, and she would put a towel underneath the door so you couldn't smell anything. And then she would come back happy and just free. And I'll be like, why is she so happy? I don't know where. Like, I want to be happy. <laughs> but, um, yes, I, 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 I definitely borrowed it, mama. And it only happened one time. Only once. Um, so no, what I was saying was I've been feminist since I can I can remember. And um, when did you first notice that I was feminine? Like I you said, you, you said you didn't 16, notice it. 16, 17. So you didn't notice it when I was younger? I just thought you were odd. <laughs> <laughs> odd how? Just different, you know? Okay. Just different. Okay. And Caden different. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. So, Caden is my nephew. Um. He's a little. What do you mean? Okay, so let's let's define different. What do you mean by different, Baba? Just you know, um, he just he's a lovely child, but he's he's. <laughs> he doesn't like to sit down just up down up okay down. just you know not not in, not my kind of different not your kind of different i'm just saying you know he just has his own he kind of like you when you were small mm. and like to play by yourself and okay not nothing like that i wasn't implying that i was saying he's, you know different different Okay, so it's not the same difference. It's a different difference. No. no okay. Because no. I know Tess is watching this probably. She's not listening. Can you specify like what different is? <clears throat> you had you were ADHD. You were hyper all the time. Mama, I thought it was ADD. Or ADD. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I had to get medicine, you know, and I, I wanted more of of Mel ways in you so i i installed the counselor you know to see what you know was really going on. male ways masculine male ways. yeah masculine okay so okay now you're lying to me mama because now you done told me that what okay wait wait 
Because I thought I was seeing a counselor because I was bad, but I was seeing a counselor because well, I they were that trying was to. Intent, no, not to change the male ways. It was just intent to see what was going on. You know, like. like the behavior in school. Behavior school. Um, why you kept putting a towel on your head and, you know, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> you still did boy things, but I just, I really couldn't figure it out. I was like, well. Type of boy me, me was me was just odd. <laughs> so know, when you talk to the counselor, you told them that too. In a way, but not really. So you okay? So that tells me that you seen feminine characteristics in me when I was younger, because this was when I was yeah, like in elementary. Would play, we would play with Barbies, but I thought that the reason why you were doing that, you were gathering up toys for your sister. That was my lie. I didn't know. I, be honest I, with you i really didn't know I yeah like, i will lie <laughs> and say that the the toys that i was gathering up was for my sister because she was with my father at the time and we were trying to get her back but yeah, i really were, wanted them for me you were gathering them people would leave them up on their step and you i said where did you get this from you have in your backpack where did you get this from yeah i had a little bit of sticky fingers I did as yeah. a, when I was younger, they, but they were stealing from me too. But you were a, a entrepreneur when you were in school. Why do you say that? Because you would, you know, I would get my food stamps, and you would, you would get the snacks, and you try sell them at the. You had your oh, little yeah. table set up to sell. Yes, I did. I, I, I. <laughs> Till they call me Miss, Miss. Uh, uh, Mia can't be doing this. <laughs> Mia can't be sewing. Yeah. So yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been trying to get a coin. You're, you're right, Mama. Yes, God. It, it seemed like a good opportunity. <laughs> we had good food stamps, dozens of snacks, and the the snack choices at school wasn't good. And I see kids play, um, buying snacks like it ain't nothing. So I said, you know what? I don't have nothing in my little. My little lunch cubby hole for for lunch. So let me get somebody else's <laughs> corn. See, I didn't know that. I didn't yes. even know because you had all this. You were, you had all that stuff in your backpack. I didn't know that you. Oh yes. I didn't know. I thought that I was just sent someplace, and it was fun, and I got to play all day, and uh, I got to make stuff because I was always I was always very creative. So mm-hmm. I. I felt like this was like a place that I came for fun. I didn't know that um, I was being studied. And the school, the school told me that I need to get a hold of your behavioral issues. I need you need to go get counseling. So that's the reason why you really went to counsel. Um, they put me on Ritalin. I was uh, a zombie <laughs> before they put me on Ritalin. Um, I got in trouble for biting somebody. But the thing is, she had pulled me from the monkey bar. So she had deserved to get bit. <laughs> he said, um, Mia said, I did like you told me to buy her like a delicious piece of cake. And she, honey, I, she has a scar on her shoulder still. She still got that scar. She showed me to this day. She shouldn't have pulled me from the monkey bars. That fall equated that bite. Baby. And so, um, what else? I think I was just... <clears throat> Um, I said, you got teeth, bite them. I was, I, I got bullied <laughs> a lot in, in school. Um, but then I was also like the class clown too. And, um, 
I just remember doing whatever I wanted to do. Like, um, I just, I don't, rem- I don't remember why people said I was bad. I felt like, um, I felt like a lot of the time it wasn't my fault. But um, you yeah, never went to alternative, so you weren't bad, you know. Right. So, um, <clears throat> so you everything that changed bad. after after elementary. The middle school was completely different. But yeah. Um, I did ask that right about Caden and all right. Yes, ma'am. What you thought was something different? I'm like, no, you know. You you definitely told the difference. Yes, ma'am. I wasn't Um, saying he was like that. I was saying he's just a peculiar little child. I understand, mama. (laughs) But he but he'll be a hell of a track star. Yes, he will. Or football star, you know, run the ball. But he he'll have plenty room backyard. They'll have plenty room to backyard in the backyard to play. So, um. Okay. So one of my questions was: Did you at at any point have like the same attraction to the same sex? No, never. No. Um. So these. These strict beliefs about, you know, how you feel LBGT were back in the day um, when when I was younger and now have completely changed for you. What is in what's some advice that you could give to somebody who. Who is who is dealing with that, that has your type of mindset that feels like I'm. Um, I'm a Christian and this is against well, my beliefs. Have to, you have to sit and. Um, kind of study it and think about it. If you act miscellaneous to your own child, then your own child will have nothing to do with you. And that's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. So I always want you in my life. And same here, Mama. Um, I think that um, a lot of the way that you felt uh, towards me when I was younger drew me away. And so... Yeah. Um, it was really hard to connect after that because I didn't feel like I was wanted. But you have done a 360, and I'm glad that you're more present no, and more accepting. You know, I didn't have no choice in the matter, and I, uh, I'm i 52 years old, so like I tell you everything, when you go through something, it gives you a lot of perspective. That's true. Do you still... Because I remember there was a point where you felt like... Um, you would always tell me that you wanted me to to become a to, to turn to become a guy or be a man. Um, why did you feel that way? I just that's the way I assume that's the way it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I just assume you know, hey, I have a guy, so that's the way it's supposed to go. Do you do you feel like that that one day I might change it in the future, or do you feel like this is the way I'm gonna be? I'm thinking that this is the way. This is who you are. Okay. You can't say that you and your sister don't know about the Bible because y'all do. That's true. 
We definitely read the Bible a couple of times back to front. <laughs> well, I was always in church faithfully. Um, I have talked about like, you know, some of the things that I went through when I was younger with um, growing up in a household where it was Christian based and some of your views and beliefs and how it affected, how it affected me on the podcast. I think I have some more questions. Oh gosh. I'm getting a headache. I'm sorry. I've pretty much answered everything I know of. <laughs> you want the whole life story? Yes, ma'am. I want the whole life story. Um, oh. <laughs> was there um, a particular incident um, during you, my transition that was really tough for you? Like when you turned 16, 17 and really started doing your hair and everything mm-hmm. like that, it, it was a little difficult. Because I remember you telling me, uh-uh. I pay the bills, and if you're going to you, dress like this, you can dress like this outside of the house, but you can't dress like this inside of my house until yeah. you started paying bills. Yes, your own. Yeah, I did that. Why was that? Why was it difficult for you? As far as it was just a difficult situation for me. You know, it was it was odd. You know, it was it was odd. Did you ever say, you know, back in the day, you didn't hear about transgender. You would hear about they would say that y'all were cross dressers. Mm, Because that's the language that they they would say that y'all were fags, you know, so Mm. it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't. um, It wasn't a discussion that was discussed. They'd have co- we have college <clears throat> classes to where everybody would say these that transgender people were cross dressers. It didn't mm. really go into the detail stuff. And they didn't have the language <clears throat> back then. Yeah. Or the study or the science. Mm-hmm. So mostly, you know, uh, everybody like you guys stayed in the closet. I didn't That's dare. True. Yeah, I didn't. That's very true, and there were some. There were some brave people back then. But it well, I mean, you had you had um some famous people like Elton John, and you had uh, he's a singer by the way, Elton John. Um, Prince was by. I just thought he dressed different. Mm-hmm. You know, it was neat, and I didn't know the man liked the women and men, but you know. You like, still liked him. He he had the lace and everything on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he actually wasn't bad. He actually was straight. Oh, okay. I thought he died of AIDS. No. Ah! They said he had died of AIDS. Yes, he did. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh. They said because he, he liked he was bi. That's what no, they said. He was, actually, he was a drunk. <clears throat> and he was straight. He never dealt with men. He actually didn't. He was very anti-gay. Oh. Very. Very. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. He dated Carmen Electra. He dated Vanity. He dated he dated women. He didn't date men at all. Well, like, you know, the singer David Bowie. Yeah, he was bi. He was bi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even the queen that they did the rock something mm-hmm. movie. I think no, he was gay. I think he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're talking about uh, Queen. Queen. Um, um, Freddie Mercury. I have no idea. Uh, no. Well, you heard some of the songs on the radio. I'm pretty sure I have. 
Okay. Yes, mom. It, it was a short interview. Usually, our <laughs> interviews are a little bit longer. But well, I um, think we've pretty much covered everything that needed to be covered. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, did you have anything else that you wanted to say? Get you some life insurance. <laughs> get you get get you some life insurance and get you a gun. Get you a weapon so you don't have to worry about life insurance so soon. Make sure you have it, but you know, definitely make sure you don't have to worry about it in the future too. Your loved ones don't have to worry about it. True. Well, thank you, Mama. I really appreciate your time. Well, <laughs> that was definitely the interview. Um, Eula was being very short and politically correct <laughs> because, listen. So my my what I envisioned um, when I came up with the idea to in, to interview Mia and Z's parents was, you know, I was just going to be like the engineer in the background, just kind of. <laughs> You know, just making sure everything was recording right and Z was going to interview his dad and Mia was going to do her mom. So, Mm -hmm. but I, so I didn't, because we did Z's before Mia's Mm -hmm. and how well in regards it went, I was like, okay, well, this is what's going to happen because I thought that Mia's mom was going to be, a. first of all, I thought she was going to be a little bit more um, controversial because the way you described her but and i know i had met her Mm -hmm. but i hadn't met her and we just sat down and talked so i didn't i didn't see how y'all interact with each other so what i expected was totally different than what happened it's and first of all me z and his dad was at my house Mm -hmm. so you know it was kind of dynamic it, it just changed the dynamic and so when i'm coming to we're coming to her house recording at her place and so i literally didn't know what to expect at all so i'm coming to your mom's house so i'm being like i can't be like i would in my uh, not that i would have been impolite if she was at my house but you know there's just a comfort that comes when you in my house if you get too much i can kick your ass out (laughs) (laughs) but if i'm in your house and you mia's mama i'm not gonna 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 be real respectful and i don't know what's gonna happen but what I did not know and what I didn't expect, I didn't know that you were the type of child that um, I can't describe it. You you really respect your mother. Yes, you really that was like beaten to me. Like and and not no 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 no. Not respect out of fear. You respect your mother out of love. Yeah, I think that really has a lot to do with me being Southern. Like, like I would, like I love her. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's your mom, of course. But like, like I wouldn't even cuss in front of her and if so, it wasn't on yes. purpose. Like, so it was a level of oh, I should have done this interview because Mia can't do this. Like Mm -hmm. in my mind, I was once I seen how y'all interacted. What I needed for you to do, I was like, "Oh, Mia can't do what I'm asking. What I need her to do because she respects her mother out of love. It's not out of fear. Mm -hmm. It's not like oh, my mama beat me when I was young. I'm sure you got whoopings, but I'm talking about where 
you know how somebody can respect somebody out of fear, but no, Mia respects her mother out of love. And how somebody mm-hmm. respects you out of love, how you in, engage with them is totally different. It's way more tender. Mm-hmm. It's way more um, sweet. Like, yeah, mama. And it's 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 no kind of, um, I didn't, it hit me off guard. Mm-hmm. And so... As a as, as which was did it was, hit you off guard because of how I described our relationship? Yes, it uh-huh. hit me off guard based on how you described your relationship, and based on stuff that I heard, mm-hmm. and it just totally hit me off guard. So once I got into where as Z's dad, I kind of knew what I was about to get into, and he's a man, so I kind of knew how he was gonna respond, mm-hmm. and he did exactly what I thought he was gonna do. Mm-hmm. And so I knew kind of what, even though I had never met him, mm-hmm. just based on stuff that was said, I kind of knew where he was going to go with it. Right. And so, but with Mia, I didn't even know how to come in and save the day because <laughs> this ain't about Mia not knowing, like you, in your situation, in Z's situation, Z may not be abreast with the Bible as much as I am. So mm-hmm. if his dad hit him with something, I can come in and be like, no, that's not what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So it was more. And you did do that. I, I, I'm trying to support what where Z may not know how to combat this, mm-hmm. and or I have more experience in the trans in the trans life where I can come and support whatever you say. Mm-hmm. With Mia, it wasn't about you needing the lack of support in that. It was no, this is my mother, and I don't want her. I don't want to. I don't want her to be embarrassed on this show. I don't want her to be uncomfortable on this show. And I don't. And I was like, ooh, that I can't combat that because that's your mama, and I don't want her to be embarrassed either. You get what I'm saying? I want her to be just as comfortable as you want her to be. And so I'm sitting there. Me and Z is sitting there while you talking to your mom, like. Come on, Mia. When is it about to get juicy? <laughs> yes. Mia. But you but if y'all listen, I was I was trying to get her to go there. I really was. was. But but like before the interview, because I wanted to like kinda give her a heads up, like, okay, I'm doing the interview, and she was like, Well, I don't I want you to send me what you're gonna ask me so I can tell you what I don't want to answer. Mm. So I was she like, already well, I'm already set limited. up the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I can't even. If I do something too extreme, she's gonna be like, oh, I can't do that. Right. And I and, and in the beginning, you really saw it in the beginning. You did get a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. with your questions towards like late, later on in the interview. But mm-hmm. in the beginning, I was like, oh, that's when it when it hit me. Like, oh. I, I see what's happening here and I don't know how to fix this in a moment. <laughs> I was like, I really don't know how to fix because it's not something that I can fix with jumping in with questions. It's like, oh, she doesn't want to embarrass her mother. She doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we're trying to embarrass her, but. And I didn't know if she, if if in her response and even with the I don't want to talk about this um, kind of like open, opening up new wounds if they already be, you don't know if they really oh, been yeah. healed well, yeah. see, but my mom is not that type of person like b- because of um, she's just not that type of person like if she she wants like if we're in a good spot she wants to keep it in a good spot no matter what like uh-huh. it, I don't want to ruffle old or, or scratch old wounds 
nothing. I right. want to keep everything nice and perfect. Like when she was apologize, well, when she tried to correct herself about about my nephew. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good example of her trying to like keep it, you know, cute. But, but she really did say a lot. Yeah. Have you seen any femininity in Kaden? In Kaden, yeah, um. Sure. Where do you feel like she could have been possibly talking about that too and trying to? Well, well, you got to understand that my mom still has that old school Southern type of you're a boy, you're a girl. Mm-hmm. And I think with me being queer and being in the household with Tessa, I kind of like challenged her. Like when she would, when she would, um, when she would say, you're, you're a boy, don't play with that, the girl stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, but. London's over there with the toy truck and all the Hot Wheel cars, and is that that's okay for her to wear it out? But he can't play with dolls. I mean, doesn't mean he's gonna be gay. I mean, granted, my mom did say I played with dolls, but that wasn't something that he focuses on. Like he's just a baby; right. he doesn't know. Like, oh, this is for girls and this is for boys. Mm. Yeah, and you challenge that in the moment, so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I just it it just was to me it I didn't know how I didn't want to because we're in her house. I didn't want it to turn into something negative. I I literally didn't want to argue with nobody mama cuz I'm not going to argue <laughs> with nobody mama. But I wanted to I didn't know how far she wanted to go, how mm-hmm. far y'all you wanted to go. Once I realized that it was a uh, I'm being tender with my mama, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Ooh, well, I don't want to push the envelope and ask some questions with me. I remember when you told me she did this. Oh. What about when she kicked your friends out and said, we y'all talk- is, you now, know That would have been a good conversation. I did, but I didn't want to do that because, right. you know, I, I, I could tell you were being super sweet and tender to her. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, I, there has to be a reason. And then... My what? mother's a tender person, first of all. Yes, and you can because pick it up. She's a... Mm-hmm. A victim of emotional and physical abuse Mm -hmm. from men so like like there's a like like you were stating there's a type of care that i try to handle with her because if you even if like say for instance we're joking Mm -hmm. and i'm like and you and you say oh bitch bitch you need to put some lotion on your feet and the ashes ankles you could do that my mom would kick key but then be like so you really think <laughs> you minutes later, you really think my my legs is ashy like that? And it would have turned and into. And I'm like, oh, my mom. Okay, I don't hurt so your feelings. I can't joke with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. And and because I I know that I have to be in sens- sensitive in that type of way, I'm like, okay. Cool. Yes, and I can tell, <clears throat> and also everything. It just everything that happened for the rest of the day literally made sense and gave me so much perspective on Mia's upbringing that I did not have. Really? Yes, it was I so... I want to hear about this. Because like, you were talking about in the car, but you didn't go into depth. I yes, think you were waiting so, for this moment. Yes. So, <laughs> the fir- so the first thing was, I don't want to tell every detail, but the situation about the floor. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Oh. Was she, she, she accidentally <laughs> slipped? Okay, uh-huh. so her mother, when we were done, she accidentally slipped and fell on the floor. I'm sorry. And it was, I'm thinking about the poots. 
So she had a slip and fell, and we were trying to get her up, and she had pooed it in me her face. <laughs> it wasn't like a fall; it was like a slip. It was a slip. You know she got bad knees. She couldn't get back up. So. But baby, I was trying, and she was trying, and I guess the effort had let out a, a good smooth one right in my nostrils. <laughs> so. So we we cracking up. <laughs> trying not to. Try not to crack up, but cracking up. Cause we don't know if she's we don't want her to can't like, get up. Cause she be shy to get but, up. But Z and Diamond is standing above and I'm like, girl. I just sat down and was like, well, I guess she just gone. I felt bad. I was like, damn, man, am I supposed to be standing up? But I knew my mama, she would get up and she wanted to get up. Right. So we, so me and Z, we don't know like if, you know how you try to help somebody, they be like, oh, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. Or then, so we but like, she okay. she was saying that. She was like, I got it. It's okay. Uh, yeah. And I'm I was good. like, okay, so. But it's but taking forever. It's taking forever. As it's if, like, you don't, if, if you do need help. <laughs> right. So we and like, so are we you like, sure? girl, okay, so you don't need help, but you're still on the ground. Yeah, but you're still on the ground. So once, she's, once she stays on the ground for so long, in my mind, I knew what had happened. So, I was like, I was like, but I didn't know y'all had, y'all had figured it out. I didn't know if y'all, but, and I didn't want to. Oh, I didn't until she said something. Right. So, wait. So, I I had figured it out because I have an older, um, you know, I've been raised around older women and I know what could happen. And so, when she but I didn't want to say it and embarrass her. Yeah, and it would have. Right. I didn't want to say it and embarrass her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to say it, but I want to help her up. But I know, let's, let me go get her a blanket so she can cover herself. But if I say go get a blanket, it's going to trigger what it might be to y'all. So I didn't want to say it. And I was like, oh, and I really would have just went and got it. Mm -hmm. It, But it's not my house and I don't know where shit is in here. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, but we can't just sit here on this floor, though. (laughs) So then when you said it. So eventually, after shit, what, 15, 20 minutes? 15, yeah, about 15 (coughs) minutes. You had said it. You was like, Mama, did you use the bathroom on yourself? And she was just like, oh. Uh, yeah, I was like, okay. So she, Which somebody's. Happens. Yes, because yeah, she's older and, yeah. you know, da, 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 da. So she had peed on herself. And we, Mia finally said it. So then I'm not embarrassed to say it. And I was like, okay, go get her a blanket so she can, you know, because she didn't want to stand up and it'd be, you know, show everybody and da, 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 da. And then, um, and then your stepdad, was that him? That was your stepdad? Who was the guy? Oh, her her husband. Yeah, her husband. He with whoever that other person kind of slithering around. Her, her um... Being strange. His, Being his, strange. His yeah. They, that, uh, and I know she didn't want to be that embarrassing in front of them. And I was like, uh, so finally, um, we do cover her up. And she does... Fi- finally get up mm-hmm. but we were going to go to the fair 
And she can't go to the fair like that. And her cute little... Did she have on yellow? She I think she had, had on, on yellow orange. at first. Mm-hmm. But no, she changed into the orange. Oh, okay. Didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, so she had on yellow first. But when she um, soiled those, we, she had to, we had to go back to her house... Her old house, because she was moving um, in the in the process of moving. We had to go to it, back to her old house to get her some change of clothes. So, Which literally only took five minutes. Wake up so five, small. So, right. <laughs> so all of this, really the time was sitting waiting for her to figure out, get your ass up. Yeah. <laughs> but she was, so she was I, embarrassed. She was embarrassed, yeah. She didn't know she was going to do. I got it. Yeah, I was like, oh, Lord. Come and on. Then okay. when we got to the fair, she just... It seemed like she felt bad because we had to like wait on her and stuff like that. And I I felt bad, but I didn't want to baby her either because she doesn't like that either. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll I'll walk slow and because mm-hmm. she um she has a blood clot in her leg and mm-hmm. she has to wear like a um compression a, a compression yeah. stocking and um she already has bad knees. She takes about she takes about thirty pills a day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she gosh, she has so many problems just being a disabled veteran like mm-hmm. some of the things that has happened to her when she was overseas when um the reason why her knees are the way they are is she told me she was doing push-ups in the rain and she was doing um guy push-ups or girl push-ups. or girl or guy push-ups uh, she, girl push-ups when you're on your knees yeah Okay, so she was doing girl push up. Well, some she was doing something and she hit her knee really hard on the concrete. Mm. And so I guess that's what happened. Mm. Yeah, so when we were at the actual fair, it feels like your mother uses her ailments to guilt trip y'all. Mm. It feels like that. It's I don't know if it, it that's it feels like that, but it also feels like there's a level of remorse where she has caused a wedge between y'all, mm-hmm. and you know because of y'all past because she was very negative in y'all past um, mm-hmm. when she was younger. She was always there, but she still but, you was know, grounded she had some in toxic- the way she felt. Yeah, she had yeah. some toxicity. And so in that when y'all was free, y'all was free. And y'all didn't, you know, y'all call her, see what's up, da 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 mm-hmm. But coming back all the time and no. <laughs> and so I felt like she was trying to hint that she was trying to make up for that. She and she does that often. Yes, mm-hmm. and you know that's what I got from, it. and I was like, "Oh, this all makes sense. This is why Mia's so tender to her because she is a sensitive person, mm-hmm. and she has a she does have a level of guilt for what has happened in the past. And now that she's older, and you know her body is deteriorating, she's just trying to make up for it." She's trying to mm. make up for it with y'all. Did you did you pick up that? Z? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you did also say at when you were my age, she was nowhere near to being that politically correct. No, she was like your father. Right. She was just like your father. I like I remember like several Well, sounds like worse than Z's father. Well, she was yeah, she was actually worse than your father, to be honest. Well, let me tell you why. Um like 
would I would say, Mom, this this is my name, and she would say, No, I named you. You came out my pussy as a boy. You are a boy, and and she was like, I'm not calling you Mia. That's not that's not who came out of me. I didn't I, I didn't give birth to a girl. <clears throat> and yeah, then was- th- sometimes she would sometimes she would be be like, Okay, I'll. I'll call you the right pronouns in public because she would get embarrassed when people will kind of look at her crazy when she's calling me the wrong pronouns and stuff. And I'm like, what? And it would make, it would embarrass her. Mm. And I remember like several times like crying, like in tears, like mama, why can't you just call me the right pronouns and like the right name? This is like, like, and I remember like explaining, like, it's just like a nickname. Like, if you could call me a nickname, why can't this be like a nickname to you? Mm, it you're was trying to give them any kind of way. It. <laughs> yeah. it hurt me so much because I was just like, this is not some to me. It wasn't something that was so hard to grasp. All I kept thinking in the moment was like, this is why is this small thing so important to you? But it's but you got to understand that to people like her. This isn't a small thing. And your it's your parent too. It's another level of it. And, and this is going against their religious indoctrinated beliefs. Mm-hmm. And that's one. You're going against that. God made you this way and you're trying to change it. That's wrong. <laughs> so not only is this a uh you going against God thing, this is a sin thing, da 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 da. But also I'm your parent and my job is to rear you in the right way. And she kept repeating that. Yeah, I did what I was supposed to. I did my part, bitch. <laughs> you was in right, charge. Right. I don't know if I'm going to hell either. So. Yeah. And that, so yeah. she's, you going again, she, and she feels like if, that, and when you're younger, now when you older, different, but when you're younger, they feel like it's their job as a parent. You're in my house. I'm supposed to steer you the right way. I'm supposed to. How is this going to look on me? Not just how it's going to look on me. Like, it's my job to teach you to go this way. And if you're going the wrong way. Then it's I'm like, not a good. Then parent. I'm not good a good parent. Mm-hmm. So if I think that it's just like if you find out your child is doing drugs, not to compare transits with drugs, mm-hmm. but if you think that that is wrong, I'm supposed to step in and say, "Oh no, you won't punish me." And mm-hmm. you come say, "I'm supposed to do something about this." Mm-hmm. And so they feel like when you're doing this trans thing, no, I need to do something about this. And if that some sometimes that is be negative about it mm-hmm. and not call you the right thing. I'm not accepting that because if you if I don't accept it, then they think that if I don't accept it, you'll get the you'll hint. get the hint and you'll stop mm-hmm. because but you if, love me so much. This will turn this mm-hmm. all the way around, and then one day you're gonna be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this was a phase. I'm going to be the gender that I was born as." But if I accept it and condone it, you just gonna run amok and just oh my god and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and and go do drag shows and everything, <laughs> but. She actually told me that she that I should do shows and well, over the years she was mm-hmm. like you should do shows they make money da 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 and some I, I'm talking about some of the negative things that she did but she also had uh, some other talks with me as well like she would say um, like when I would get bullied at school sometimes I was the bully unfortunately um, <laughs> she would say. Um, Baby, 
this is a world and they're not going to accept you for who you are. So you're going to have you either going to have to be what they want or you're going to have to deal with a lot. And like um, she would, I remember there would be some times she would be like, Mia, you're not, or well, my dad name, you're not going to be able to get a job this way. They're not going to hire you like that. You're going to have to be, you're going to have to present as, as your old self in order to get a job. That's why you can't get a job because you're presenting this other way and nobody's going to hire you like that. And that could be a reality in Waco. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was and, a reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's another kind of difficult thing about it is because the things that they're trying to protect you from in your particular area it 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 was a reality. It was rural. It was rural. It's Waco, Texas. And if they know that that if they know it's different if you go into Chicago, New York, da 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 da. You could possibly flourish. But you in Waco, baby, I'm I'm your white mother who had to leave y'all at home when I had to go take care of my business. Mm-hmm. And that's I how backwards that we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's how back. So of course, when it comes to you and you going to get a job and you trying to live like this in Waco, mm-hmm. I'm telling you the truth. Like I'm t- you trying to get a job to get these searches. You want, you're not going to get it. Cause th- you're trying to be something that you're not quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that was her way of trying to, protect me in the in in the in the moment when she was doing it i didn't get it i just like you just telling me some bullshit just so i can do this just so i can be what you see me as you so i just so i can be what you see me as Mm -hmm. you don't really treat you don't really truly see who i am and um as i got older i was like she was actually trying to protect me Mm -hmm. from like being bashed and bullied and but i said fuck this shit and it actually made me tougher so like this like oh my god there used to be crowds of people after because there were no gay clubs mm-hmm. in waco i had to go to the straight club so <laughs> i transitioned going to the straight club most most girls transition going to the gay club and well i mean i'm i'm speaking from my perspective from what i've seen in bigger cities and when I would like once my tea got clocked in the club after the club, it would be like a mob of people that would be like, um, are you a man? Are you a woman? What's your na- what's your name? And like literally follow me to the car. Mm-hmm. And those were some of the things I had to deal with. But then when I moved from Waco to Atlanta. I was like, oh, girl, this is a cakewalk. Right. <laughs> this is a cakewalk. They, of course, they're going to be extra, but I, it was just going off my back. It was nothing compared to what I was used to. In Waco, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different because it definitely was a difference when I, when I came from Indiana to Mississippi. Like, Ooh. it just was totally different. And what you can do, what they thought you can do and couldn't do was totally different. Like, nobody thought that I would be able to get a job because- if I hadn't got the job, by the time they found out my tea, I was already in there. And when I worked at the hatchery, mm-hmm. um, oh, you worked at a hatchery, mm-hmm. like where chickens are. Mm-hmm. Oh, I talked about this before, Mia. I thought you worked at a, a warehouse. I've worked at a warehouse too. Oh, but in Mississippi, I work at a chicken plant hatchery, mm-hmm. vaccinating chickens. Oh. You don't remember me telling you I had to? Did I ever tell that story? <laughs> no. I think I think Not you talked. You talked about. Killing them, you ain't talk about raising them. 
A hatchery. Oh yeah, I, I, I oh. worked at a hatchery <laughs> and had to vaccinate chickens out That's of a some chicken country house. Country that is so cute. <laughs> it was country as hell. <laughs> but um, I didn't need to tell my tea. Mm. <coughs> Working around chickens. Yes, and you know it just it it eventually folks found out through gossip, but um, you know it it. It made it difficult. They were treating me weird. Mm-hmm. Um, only thing that prote- if I was by myself, mm-hmm. it would have been even worse. But only thing that kind of protected me is that I worked in the same on the same team with my he ain't my stepdad, but my mother's boyfriend. Okay. And so because he was there, mm-hmm. anything that was said, he would be like he would kind of nip it in the butt mm. kind of not mm. not really defending defending but it would go just further. him he, just him being there would stop them from saying something yeah because you had a because they ally. thought he was an ally yeah, yeah even though he was <laughs> but they thought it was so he wouldn't they wouldn't talk talk about me with him around and so you know, it was very different. Like it was so, 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 so different in in Mississippi. It just, it just was different compared to Indiana. I have a question. This is so mm-hmm. off topic, but I, I just sometimes I wonder if I'm the only person this has ever happened to at work. Like when I when when I was younger, like when my tea got clocked, it seemed like. The people would tell their friends and their family and like their friends and their family would come to to my job just to see the tranny oh, yeah. working at yeah what? at walmart or at or at yes. the clothing store yes oh, okay yeah. i'm glad i'm because i really thought i shared that experience by myself no if that's a crazy experience because you you think that oh these people are just being nice but no <laughs> they're like oh look somebody at that. that you work with said oh bitch there's this Tranny that where I work with, and these people just go up and talk to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they will, and they will walk up to you and talk to you just to cut get in. Wow. Hey, how are you? <laughs> All of that. All of that. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's never happened to you. No. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, come so, on, privilege. So you, yeah. So I remember y'all talked about you going <coughs> to a counselor. Do you remember the type of questions they asked you? Like what they were paying attention to at all? Okay. So I actually got pictures of me in council um, at uh, being counseled, like certain things that they had us mm-hmm. do. Like um, they would put us in this big ass playroom with like arts and crafts and toys and shit. And uh, I would be in there with the counselor and basically they would just let me do whatever I'd want to do creatively, just go all out. And it's kind of, it kind of like, I guess, burnt my energy. And, but I do remember like walking outside the door and I remember there being like a separate door to my right in the, in the, I remember walking one day and the door was open. It was actually like, uh, a glass window that looked inside the room. Mm, so you saw observation. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I, when I was younger, I didn't know what that was. I was like, wow, why the hell is this 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 window here that I can't look through? But yeah, they were uh, definitely observing me. I was bad as fuck. But I didn't <laughs> think that I was that bad at the time. I just felt like 
Do you think it was people just misunderstood was, me? Do you think just because you was bad? Well, you probably don't know, huh? Well, it, it was because I was. I I really think it was because I was. I was bad. Like I, I was getting in a lot of trouble at one point. That's why they had my ass on Ritland. <laughs> I do remember being smaller and me lashing out and having like a lot of anger moments too. yeah but i think it a lot had it a lot had it a lot of it had to do with me being trans mm-hmm. like i knew who i was i just didn't i i was expressing myself and you know, i was being rejected mm-hmm. and the rejection pissed me off it's frustrating so, it's like stress yeah. on and then you, i mean the, you I don't understand were, it mm-hmm. and there were other elements too like not being um not being in like a functional household where it's like um like systematic i think like it's really important Mm -hmm. like as far as like um okay so like Okay. Okay. So I did have like a system where I, 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 there was a certain time that I had to wake up in the morning, a certain time that I went to sleep and I had chores and all those things. But like there, there were times where my mom had to take me to work because she didn't have a babysitter and she was, she was working for Baylor university and I had to hide underneath the, um, the food crate. And so my mom could, work so she could work some some um set it off type shit mm. but I, I i mean she did what she had to do as a single mom i do give her that and i i love her for that because she could have said fuck you girl and Wait, threw me out at this time did you have your stepfather um her um her husband was her boyfriend then okay mm. okay so hard and for me that to call was, him my stepfather. Yeah, and then he, and then even that, she was trying to take care of y'all, but she also had the pressure of her boyfriend trying to get her to like throw y'all away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he well, was. When we got older, mm-hmm. or just um, just because I seen some, I seen that my mom was tender and she was. There were some things that we, me and my sister seen about Roy that was that I felt like my mom was kind of like sweeping under the rug. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, it was survival tactics. Mm-hmm. She was doing what she had to do in order to to survive. Like he was he was driving trucks. He was um, helping put groceries on the table. Help, uh, helping with Christmas. Helping with um, holidays and stuff. And I'm not saying going all out. He did a, like a one, two, three from Payless <laughs> right. type tease. <laughs> it wasn't like something. It was, but it was yeah, something. It was something. Right. And so, like I, I think like I think survival turned into long term. Mm. yeah and that's what i feel she's the type of woman that is very similar to my mom where you're where they are kind of more submissive so you can see people preying on that is at least that's what it seemed like the dynamic between them two when i met yeah Mm -hmm. it's like she's submissive and he's (coughs) the dominant he's going to talk the whole time yeah but they have that, that that old southern like um mindset. like that whole mindset like um i don't touch the dishes 
you I, I don't even have to go in the kitchen to go get my food. You fix my plate. Come bring my plate to me. What? Come come get my plate. Well, that's and, not and, abnormal. Well, I mean, except yeah, for and and where I grew up, like with my grandmother, it was the opposite way. My grandfather got all the groceries. He went out and did everything. She's just like the queen mother goddess that sits on her throne. My girl. Head. Yes, <laughs> like, ma'am. Yeah, everything. It was, so, but see, it was so, definitely the opposite. But yeah. How did it change? Like, how did your mother get to where she is now? Because I didn't have to zap her any. Like, I'm going I'm going to have to zap your ass because your ass put your oh, dead name in here. on this one, yeah. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to zap her any through the interview. I didn't have to, she didn't use your dead name. She didn't misgender you or use a bad pronoun how did she get from the bad person that she was i would not i don't say bad but where she totally wasn't accepting you're not understanding not accepting it blah 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 to where she is now how did that come along i set boundaries Mm. um i just i just realized that that what what I was asking wasn't a lie. I'm not asking for the moon and the stars. I'm asking for the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to support me. I'm just asking for you to asking for you to call me the right pronouns in out of public and in, in in privacy and in and out in public. And just be you don't have to be accepting, but just be tolerant at the time. That's what I was. I was. I was okay with you tolerating me but i wasn't even getting that i i met other girls because there was a time where i was alone i didn't have like i didn't have other girls in my corner like um good girlfriends that i grew up with or nothing i was i was really just kind of like no trans women yeah i didn't I didn't have anybody but Diamond and a couple of other girls that I met when I came down to Houston, but that was about it. I, mean, I didn't really see Diamond that much because I stayed all the way. Well, at the time I stayed in Baytown, and um. So, I'm, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. I just I just set my boundaries. I was like, you oh. know what? I'm gonna go. I'm I don't have to communicate. I'm just gonna distance myself. I'm gonna distance myself. And right now, to this day, <coughs> I'm trying to break that because i've set that boundary for so long and i kind of like um i've i'm set in that habit i'm trying to correct it because now it seems like i'm being ugly when she's already changed Mm. if that makes sense i think because she kind of resists that those conversations some of you has to feel like, okay, we can't have a real conversation. I constantly feel like I have to baby you and blah, blah, blah. But what about me? What about us reconciling the past of, you remember how she kind of just uh, left it alone when you just threw in that little comment. I remember you tried to kick me out and she just kind of ignored it. I'm sure there's still some type of communication tension. Do you, do you Where feel Where there like way? there's no acknowledgement? Yeah. Um... On air, there wasn't. In person, like if I talk to her over the phone, she'll go in depth. But she definitely, she definitely said why she did the things that she did at the time in her mind frame. And her mind frame at the time was like, I, I don't support gay people. Y'all going to hell. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to be my child. So we're going to have to get you on a straight and narrow because I, I definitely kept you in the church when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And so you got old enough to be able to say, this isn't something I want to do or this isn't a place that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, girl, it's my way or the highway. Mm. And so when so that that can be trauma. That can be Yeah, harmful. it broke my heart. How did that how did she mend it to where now you feeling guilty? Oh, um she mend she had a heart to heart with me. She was like, you know what? Um, you know, I I love you. Um she and like she said, she talked to some 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 of her peers and um I tried to educate her, um, send her stuff. Um she was just like, you know what? I don't want to to be without you. I I I want you to be in my life. Like this is something that I want. And I want to show you that I'm trying. I'm 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 going to mend this. And I I'm not just doing this just because I want you to be in my life. Like I I'm actually trying. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? That's, That's what it. makes all the difference. Yeah. And you and and what you're basically explaining now is that you because prior to that kind of heart to heart, she wasn't um, you kind of were just kind of cutting her off like, OK, you know, I'm not going to fuck with you because you can't get my name right. You da 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 da. And so now that she is trying, like, I don't want to <coughs> talk to you. I don't want to have conversation with conversations mm-hmm. with you. And you saying, <laughs> but yeah, you saying my dead name like that's triggering. That's that's so triggering. Like. Right. Y'all know how triggering that can be yeah. and you haven't heard your dead name in years and mm-hmm. somebody just constantly using you want to pop the fuck out of them. And so Sometimes now that it just catch trying. me like I've <laughs> I didn't hear it so yeah. long. Well not with my daddy. I I expect that, but <laughs> not with my family, but Yeah, I think my um I have my immediate family hasn't done it in years. I, I they don't do it. But when I go like to certain family member like i talked to my uncle Mm -hmm. maybe like like a maybe like six months ago my mother my mother called me and handed him the phone and we hadn't talked in a minute he was like hey old name (laughs) i ain't seen you in forever what you doing all happy and i was like my name is diamond <laughs> bring it back. back. And he was like, Oh, you know, I ain't seen you in a minute. My name's been Diamond. <laughs> Uncle Fred, uh-huh. my name has been Diamond for years. Like, I, this ain't new. <laughs> I transitioned years ago. Baby. And my name has been Diamond. And we went through this. <laughs> it's Diamond. And he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Diamond. I, I apologize. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened like maybe like six months ago over the phone. But in person, my immediate family, I haven't had to deal with that in years. Um, so now are you trying to um, be more calling her and talk because she is trying and not misgendering you and using the wrong name? Are you mm-hmm. trying to just be more um, conscious? More and present. Co- present. Yeah, I am. But like I said earlier, because I've gotten in the habit because it took so long. Mm-hmm. I've kind of have to get myself out of that habit like i have Mm -hmm. to be real intentional about it yeah be intentional and it's because i have to be consciously i have to consciously be like bitch you ain't supposed to your mom today talk to your mother let's see how your mom's doing you ain't heard from your mom in a minute Mm. but before that i'll be like girl 
<laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> no shame. If I'm going to hell, oh, that's how you feel. All right. No worries. <laughs> you never really hear. What's interesting is you never really hear Christians humble themselves enough to say, shit, I've done some stuff, like indirectly say, I've done stuff in my life. I don't know if I'm going to hell or not. You rarely hear that. It's it's always, uh, I'm better than you. Oh, God will like me over you. Self-righteousness. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Because most motherfuckers don't be holding their self accountable. They really they don't. don't. For their sins. They really They don't. want you to feel bad about yours. Very yes. <laughs> yes. bad. Mm-hmm. Y'all been fucking, before y'all got married, y'all been fucking and being boyfriends, shacking up. But let's talk about those things. <laughs> let's talk about those things. Like underage, <laughs> underage girls and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Woo! Well, all right. All well, right. I, hope, <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed it. It was, it was quite eye-opening for me <laughs> to see a little more in-depth about you and your um, mom's relationship and just us going home, talking about it. And how, you know, just me and Z was process- processing it and, you know. Um, what did you learn about me from my mom? Oh, that whole tenderness to your mom? Mm-hmm. That whole... Um, Z. That relationship, <laughs> that that was that was new to me. I, it, it, it caught me off guard. Um, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect that. That was a different, and I I, I may not have verbalized what it is well enough, mm-hmm. but it's not a. Um, I didn't think you were going to be rude to your mom. I just the level of care, the level of tenderness, the level of <coughs> it's almost like a. Uh, it's not unhealthy, but almost like a borderline unhealthy level of. Baby in. Baby in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was um and just seeing that I was like, Oh, I see. I see. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were at the carnival and when we were at the um She's such a sweet lady. You know, she and she is sweet. Um mm-hmm. so it just was it just was it just was interesting. it's just a different dimension of you. <laughs> just a different dimension. I was like, Okay, I see what it gives. Yeah. For me, what was the question? Did you learn anything from um, about me new from my experience? Um, I've kind of been seeing how y'all's relationship is. When I first went to have, uh, was it Christmas? Yeah, when I first went for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving with y'all that one year. I kind of saw it, how it was already. Yeah, I basically felt the same way Diamond felt, but I was like, you know, I'm not sure. Because I, I, I know I handle my mom with a certain level of tenderness as well. Mm. So, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. I think we did a show. Yeah. Right. Mm, yes. Definitely tell us what you think about it, guys. It wasn't yeah. as dramatic as these. <laughs> yeah. But, but a few kikis. <laughs> a little slavery moment. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> when, that, when she said she sent y'all down to slavery moves, I just visioned you and Tessa ah. in front of the TV watching <laughs> rooms. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we was. Ruth down. Ruth and Nas. She probably put y'all in front of watching Queen. <laughs> she do like Wait a minute. Actually, I found Queen at the library. <laughs> Baby, I had cackle. But all right, y'all. <laughs> we'll see here from three. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be home.